Now we're live. Now we're live. Oh, oh, oh. welcome to Pillage Overload. The welcome weird welcome. edition. Weird, yeah. Weird is weird is right. I feel weird. I think. <laughs> I think. The split screen edition. How about that? It'd be great if. Okay, what's up, pirates? All right. What up, smoke? Smoke. I see you. All right, see you buddy. We're good. <laughs> I'll drink to that one. Win for the pirates tonight. <laughs> Win. I can I can see the chat. I can see you. We're live and I got rum. So we're good. <laughs> I got rum too. I got a to-go cup. <laughs> yes. So before she left the house. Uh hold, hold on. People I don't the maybe reason we're split up tonight is because <laughs> We lashing. wanted to kill each other, so we had to be separated. Yes, <laughs> lashing, lashing is in Rono. What's in a Vegas Luddite? Hey, Las yeah. Vegas. <laughs> I know. We got all kinds of craziness going on. <laughs> What's up, Marwood? What up, Marwood? Hey, all guess right, so. what? I am not the only one who could read the comments tonight, so mm -hmm, you don't want to be like... <laughs> yeah, I can see you, so you better be good. I'm not gonna be getting yelled at for like grabbing his knee and telling him to shut the fuck <laughs> up so we can make like reading you guys' comments. <laughs> so then so, um, We're we're split up tonight because lashing is in uh Roanoke and I'm at home. So uh we are you know, we thought we'd come at you from all over the globe. <laughs> yeah, aka in different parts of Virginia, aka we're only three hours apart. <laughs> I, yep, have, uh, I gotta do some work stuff here in our Roanoke office in the morning and instead of driving three hours to be here for 8 a.m. when I'm supposed to be here except that I'm driving down the night before getting a hotel room so I'm in a lovely hotel room I swear to god is stuck in the 70s like the shower you go in I feel like it's a ballistic missile and I'm gonna go to the moon What's awesome about it is she's roaming around the hotel with her garb on. Not that we haven't ever roamed around hotels with our garb on, but although when I came in wearing the hat, the uh, the attendant at the front desk started laughing. I don't think he was exactly expecting me to have my hat on when I came in. I was like, my hands were full. That was on my head, moving around. You know, you do what you got to do. You I know. did what I had to do. I don't know. I know I could have left at four a.m. But why would I want to do that at 4 a.m.? Yes. <laughs> Three hours, 4 a.m.? Yeah, no. Especially when I'm drinking with you first the night before? No. Yeah, like Smoke said, no one is surprised. And <laughs> no one should be. They, everybody loves pirates. But Marwood, he, he gave me a to-go cup. So I have a full bottle of to-go juice. <laughs> There's no traffic coming here. I left yeah, she, uh She took the back way, so, you know. Yeah. We got the backcountry Virginia roads. I had, I had 10 minutes of traffic once I hit Roanoke, and really, no one in this freaking city knows how to fucking merge. Oh my God. Like, I'm coming on the ramp, and the ramp is stopped. I'm like, why are we stopped? It's a merge. Hit the gas. I want to go back to the 18th century where I don't have to merge on an odd ramp. <laughs> <laughs> So clearly, Las Vegas Luddite likes our uh, split screen thing going on here. Like we're freaking pundits on the news channel talking to yeah. each other. 
right? We we got some specialties going on. 4 a.m. is not a good time to do much of anything. It's not. You know what 4 a.m. is good for, Lockavar? Sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you've been drinking rum and doing pillage overload the night before. So, is about the time I wake up most days, so well, I'm usually downstairs making coffee at about that time. You didn't do that this morning. I was down there making coffee yeah. for you. So, oh God, I got to deal with room hotel coffee in the morning. What's up, Deb? Oh, I don't what want hotel. I don't want hotel coffee. So, no. No this that. past week, uh, I, I'm pretty sure you guys saw me made the post Sunday. Yeah, I think I made the post. Actually, I probably made the post Saturday drunk in the hotel room while everybody left us uh after polar plunge i want to say pillage overload but it was polar plunge polar plunge polar plunge uh the <laughs> sunday 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 uh the water temperature they said i what did they say i think it said 44 degrees was the water the wind chill was 22 degrees and i think it was the same when we did our live in 2020 that the water was actually warmer than it was being out in the damn wind it was fun cold it was cold i had a brand new frock coat um but i kind of misjudged the parts that would be exposed when i wore my frock coat um aka the ladies because if you guys see i got a nice slit here um, and guess what? The air found its way down and it was cold. Just get a coffee shop before you start drinking. Mm -hmm. Thanks for the obvious one. <laughs> I know there's a Dunkin' Donuts, but it's in the opposite direction. Um, Her objective was to get checked in the hotel room. My objective was to get checked in, get food, come back, get drunk. Uh-oh. <laughs> You may have to take over for a second here. Rugby is barking at me like he wants to go outside. Oh, of course. Out. Okay, fine. Do you want to single screen yourself? Or you just oh, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Wait a minute. I can. <laughs> Hold on. Ha! <laughs> I want to make sure I actually don't fully remove him. Ever loving, she can talk. You know what? Uh, Oh, he's back. Oh, he's yelling at me. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> I was on. I get to spend the rest of the day by myself. Uh -huh. <laughs> that was kind of funny. <laughs> I was over on the second screen reading the comments, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I should go back and see if you're back, and all I see is you doing this in front of the screen. <laughs> I, know. I felt like a little bit of this going on at the same time. <laughs> oh, and I forgot to close the gates, and now the dogs are in here sniffing everything in sight. Well, hopefully so, they're not going to go too crazy with you or me. So, uh, <laughs> I should be good. Oh, polar plunge. You want me to show the pictures? Yeah. So we did. We had fun. It was cold, but it was a good time. It always is every year. We always oh, we always there. have a good time. This yeah. year we, we got started early this year. Boy, we, got started, we got started earlier than the rest of the damn crew. I mean, it, well, Bo was there, so I can't so I can't complain too much. Bo is the one in the would that be? I get yeah, further left. I guess that would be in the furthest left of the picture. Well, she's yeah. the only woman there besides you. 
that is true too. Touche. I missed that one. Okay. But this is in front of the uh, Polar Plunge Sandcastle, which we were joking about that it was... Um, Jay was like, oh, it's 2022. So they're celebrating 2020 and 2022. And after I looked at it, I'm like, uh, no, it's just 2022. Yeah. Well, oopsies. You know, I, <laughs> we did start drinking early. So, oh, yeah. No, we started drinking as soon as we, well, we did get breakfast. We, we behaved that way. And then we started drinking. There's us in the tent with the FM99 girl. Who, uh, if you're talking about the guy in the purple hat, he has pants on. They're just brown. <laughs> oh. They, they're skin colored. Right. Yeah, you need to keep up with the comments because I can't see him when I'm on the screen. Oh, yeah. This one here? Yeah. He was yeah. thinking that it looks like Jacob doesn't have pants on. No, no, no. Jacob has pants on. He has pants on. He's he, well, and you'll notice he has a bag like down in front of his feet because he was wearing gym shoes, so he didn't want to get in pictures without historical shoes on because <laughs> we're dorks like that. So it was kind of funny. So you'll see him all in all these pictures. He'll have that bag down at his feet, covering his shoes up. Well, thankfully, funny. this well, except for this one. <laughs> This is what the well, FM99 kind of girl was uh, down in Virginia Beach. And she was actually, her costume, costume when she ran in the water, was voted on to be extraction worker. So when she ran in the water, it's that plaid shirt, but she wore a white bikini bottom. Right. FM99. And, you know, as we all know, white bikini bottoms, you know, don't show anything through. No. Right. It would be better if there was a white bikini top. <laughs> Yeah. She would be able to tell how cold it was if she yeah. actually cared. We and all would know. be able to tell how cold it was. Uh, oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he came up he's, wearing a full trench coat. This so man. Here you go, Marwood. Proud. He's not wearing pants. No. <laughs> he also shaved. By the way. Wearing pants. He shaved. I bet. I, I, Fortunately, noticed that he shaved. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't paying that close of attention. Well, so. you weren't. You weren't in close vicinity. He came up to me and Willis, all proud of wearing this one piece. Leah, oh, I was right behind the camera, actually. Oh, yeah. Well, well, glad you were behind the camera, not in front of the camera next to him. Right, I am. I knew anywhere near this picture. Although it was reminiscent of the year of uh, two years ago when you were with him and where it's a speedo guy with the American flag and him having his cup down there like, hey. <laughs> What's up, JP Jr.? And everybody wants you to move on from this guy. Okay, moving on. Thank you. Oh, Ghostbusters. <laughs> yep, we got in with the Ghostbusters. How we about the, um, Winston? His pack was signed. I was going to say, how about the guy who had his pack signed? His that pack. Was, oh, yeah, yeah. That guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was signed. Oh, my God. I can't remember. The guy who played Winston. Yes. Right? I can't remember his name. Yeah. What's his name in real life? I don't remember. I don't remember. The black guy in the movie signed one of the guy's packs. Yeah. So... I don't know if they're actual movie packs, but those things were pretty heavy duty with the wires and all that. No, they did not go in the water. They're, they yeah. were like us. 
they came out all dressed up. They were there for the pictures. They were there for the laughs and everything. Um, yeah. No, they don't go in the water. Yeah, because their packs out like it held lights all over them and stuff, and they're, they're like the real Ghostbuster packs do. Yeah, it, they're really cool, actually. Don't but cross yeah. the streams. <laughs> right, <laughs> they're there every year like us, so it was cool yeah. seeing them again. No, it was the it was the it was the three, and then obviously the guy back here who was the gatekeeper, or no keymaster or whatever. Anyway, yeah. Uh, there's closer. Oh, here's the one with uh NBC four. Oh, that guy. Yeah, we got if him. If you there. guys remember when we did our pillage over, our attempt to do pillage overload for the first, first time very ever. first episode of pillage overload ever. Yeah, he that uh, guy was on it. Yeah, he he was all like, "Wait a minute, uh, I'm live. Wait a minute, wait, wait. Where's yeah, my cue yeah. cards?" <laughs> uh this tj maxx photo booth look at jay's face look at us look at his face look at bells's face look at all that hey hey <laughs> i haven't been drinking any rum yo <laughs> uh i think at that yeah. point i had i had straight cracking in my mug I yeah think we were in pretty good shape by this point oh my mother showed up and she brought straight rum for me to drink from i was in good shape because you drank all the rum so i i finally had supplements when backup showed up yeah, that's why oh. the run's gone. We're not gonna. Oh, these are just videos. But oh, here, here's the crazies. Bunch of crazy people. Yeah. <laughs> that Jacob Willis. Okay. And here we are. And we're back. We're back. We're back. Hey, you like the hashtag? Uh, I right. I remember that guy. Right. First off, staring at the back of those packs was really freaking cool. Just to see everything lighten up and all that. Oh, he wants you to ring the bell. Can you reach it? Oh, of course. <laughs> I might have to get more of my to-go cups in here. I still got more in there. I made her a little to-go cup. It's got a little drink in it and all that. So a little drink. This is my third one. Oh, is it? Really? You got well, that much out of it? Well, I've only been going halfway, so. But... Yeah, well, you got a big cup. Yeah, I do have a big cup. I like big cups, and I cannot lie. <laughs> and I'm in a hotel, so I have unlimited amount of ice. So I'm good. I'm really good. It's good. It's good. It's real good. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, last week she's been pregame. I have been pregaming. I went to yeah, it's pirate rap. I went. Uh, I went to eat dinner, and I started pregame, and I had like a big ass tall beer. And with dinner and all that. Last week, when we were talking with you guys, we were joking about doing, uh, you know, like this week in history type of thing. And we kind of got distracted. Uh, I complimented your coat, but it's been buried in the comments. Oh, well, I wouldn't have read it. I just came back to the comments when I was showing the pictures. I didn't see much. What's really interesting to read about when you guys are doing, well, if you ever were to do research back in the 1800s, is that. There was actually two calendars in Europe. Not that shit can be confusing enough back then, but there were the Julian and the okay. Gregorian calendar. I Tinkerbell. Mm -hmm. right. Everybody, guess. Put in guess. Guess. <laughs> Marwood's already in there. Thirty-two percent for Marwood. I'm gonna get. See, I'm gonna go high this week. I'm gonna go with forty-four. Really? I just put in what I guess as soon as you said that. 
too soon, I guess. A 45, really? Yes, as soon as you said 45. See, now you can tell that we weren't actually conspiring on that. How about no. that? Because we're not even in the same room. And I Everybody's coming out with a number. Damn. 32, 18, 45. Tank, tank says lower. Like Holy crap, Tank. As usual. All right, everybody rejigger their numbers. I look what they're doing. Look at marvel has got six. Green Goddess, 12. <laughs> Snow Cone, eight. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm going to go low, 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 6%. <laughs> I wish I had music playing. I'm going to go low. Get low, get low, get low. <laughs> that's exactly that's that's a theme song going through my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> if we have that, we like. Um, I love how we spend like five minutes going through what percentage Tinkerbell's fifteen. Oh, who was it? Oh, oh, you were pretty close. You and Snow Cone, Snow Cone at eighteen. You had twelve. Oh, so. for when we had to rejigger. Yeah, everybody rejiggered their numbers. So it's between, so me and Snowcone got it. All right. So Tink, you got just enough juice to last through the episode. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Well, shit, that and Smoke and I win. We oh, Smoke guest eighteen too. That's funny. See, it's not just it's not just Ballas and I. It's funny how that shit works out. That's cool. She got just enough to, like I said, she got just enough to last through the episode. Yes. So, so she can hear to the end. So talking about the calendar stuff, and we were talking about this. Dallas and I were talking about this earlier this week because I thought it. Sitting there reading some of the uh, documents and newsletters, and I'm like, why the f is there double years? Like January, it's a 1704, 1705. I'm like, is it 1704s or 1705? Are they really that confused that they're like a whole 12 months off from each other and all that? It's like, what the hell? What's interesting is back in the, uh, so you have the Julian calendar, which is obviously what most of you guys understand about when C uh, Caesar and Romans and all that, Julius Caesar. So 45 BC was Julius Caesar. Uh, and that was the calendar that was used for forever once more. Pope Gregory the 13th in October of 1582. So a lot of the history that Ballas and I research into is the 1700s, 1600s, and then we kind of delve a little bit into the 1800s. So clearly, huh? I, I was saying a little bit. A little bit, yeah. We, 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 we touch on it. Just a little. A little. <laughs> so what the point is, is that we have been we research after 1582 and this is when the gregorian calendar was supposedly put in place uh but basically europe being a pain in the ass they were they didn't want to start uh adopting the gregorian calendar and they didn't until i think 1752 so literally almost 150 years later after it was put into place they use it but the problem that lays in is that most of the sailors, most of the captains, when they were uh, would go and steal a ship like from Spain, because Europe was the one that's a big pain in the ass and wouldn't use the right calendar. So when they would take a Spanish ship and they get the Spanish log and they look at the Spanish log and be like, oh yeah, these motherfuckers are gonna be in this place like on Tuesday. We got two days to get to Tuesday to get these guys. What they didn't Tuesday. realize is, yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday. 
Not Wednesday, but Tuesday. Not Wednesday, but Tuesday. Uh, but what they didn't realize is that the Julian calendar is actually 11 days ahead of the Gregorian calendar. They would Ooh, be on the funny. Julian calendar and think it's Tuesday, and they go on Tuesday, and they would miss them because they would be on an 11-day different passage. Imagine so, if we had that problem now. Like if you ordered something off of Amazon and it said it was going to be there the next day and, you know. 11 days later, you show up. Yeah, hey, next, you know what we have that problem oh. with FedEx. Oh wait, we do have that problem now. <laughs> no, we have it's that like, problem with FedEx. It's like it's like we're living on uh, the Julian calendar, and the Amazon's on the Gregorian calendar. <laughs> wait a minute, February twenty second, twenty twenty two is Taco Tuesday. Ain't that a tongue twister? Tap tap tap. Two two twenty two. Two, two, twenty-two. But how many times did they step in that turd? You talk about the the time Las Vegas. You talk about the time frame turd. Actually, they did a lot. Um, they did. Uh, George Washington's birthday was recorded on two or birthday, not his death was recorded on two different days. Yeah. Um, and then Drake, when he was going across a couple of the ships that he had taken, was why they were unsuccessful. They had all the documentation. They had all the ship's records from these Spanish ships. And they just totally f***ed it up because they were going off the wrong calendar. And the mess of part was is that they knew. They knew that they were on two separate calendars. Snoko wants tacos. Now. I see that, damn it. Now I want tacos. <laughs> Don't have a fucking taco, lady. It's very interesting when you look into the uh, January and December time frame. Because not only did this, okay, so that's not the only thing. Not only was an 11-day difference between the two, but the Julian calendar also moved from March 1st being the beginning of the year to January 1st being the beginning of the year, which is why a big part of this, when you read from January to March, says like the, the two separate years, the old and new, because not only were they 11 days separated, that for three months, she didn't know what fucking year you were in. Can you imagine <laughs> us being 2020 trying to figure out if we're in 2019 or 2020 and then 2020 so and 21? I can't imagine the year turning over in March. Like, it doesn't compute. All I know is that like yeah. January 1st, we were done with 2020. If we had to sit there and wait till March, yeah. then 2020 <laughs> is over. <laughs> it's just like torturing everybody. No, ain't over yet. Got to wait till March. Your uh, JP Jr. says a headstone at Yorktown for Revolutionary War times is dated February 31st. Geocaching hint is a strange day to die. Errors like this may be from lack of knowledge. Yes, it's also because the Julian, was it the Julian? One of the calendars actually incorporated a leap year and one did not. And in a leap year, as of we knew today, was eventually changed to be able to correct the calendar. Yeah, they, they skipped like two weeks or something, didn't they? At one point when they changed it over. You know what? So I'm gonna have to probably out. I'm gonna have to dig into more of that because that is very interesting. But yeah, JP Jr. does have a point that the leap year and the adjustment for the calendar over the years was really like it it was fucked up. Let's just admit it. It was fucked up. Yeah, Imagine they're trying to do that shit now, especially with the work week. Like, dude, 
what are we doing? Are we are we on holiday? Are we have eight day holidays? We have four tents. This is why we should have a four day work week. And we had one of our long time people who used to sit there and watch us from work. And you he would say that people would come and be like, What the hell are you watching? Wait a minute, pirates? They're pirates? Are there really pirates? <laughs> Magic computer yeah. errors with date We're struggles really like this. You mean like Y2K? Really? On this day in history, this is one of our new things that we've been talking about. And it's the Boston newsletter that I found. So this week is the Boston, no. So the Boston newsletter is that uh, newsletter I was, got, I was telling you guys about them and trying to find information from. And I got like from 1704 all the way up to with like the 1520s. So very interesting to share with you what the current week are in from what 1705 was. So this is from Monday, February 5th to Monday, February 12th. And obviously today's February 10th. So this falls really well into what we were talking about. Um, and the first piece of it is Salem, Massachusetts from January of January 20th of 1704. And I talk about the split years 04 or 05, depending on what calendar you're looking at. Um, <laughs> It says, the weather has been so extreme, there is no traveling. The great tide on Monday the 15th incident was here at least 14 inches higher than has ever been known in 20 years past, and much damage which has been done to the town at Marblehead and Manchester. The channel was cut off, and uh, we have had nobody from Boston since that can give an account of your damage. So... These guys in like their first 50 years here in the States are like, oh my God. North they, they didn't know what to do with that extra 14 inches. <laughs> it was pretty wet. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> it was wet. That's all it was. Yeah. Uh, 14, inch, 14 inches got them more wet, huh? <laughs> pitch. Oh, smoke finally showed up. Sounds like a nor'easter. Yeah, JP Jr., that's what was pretty interesting is they were talking about that. Um, <laughs> Every once in a while, Marwood's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> right? Now you understand what I go through when I read the comments. Okay. Yeah, what's the matter, Marwood? You don't like my jokes, man? Come on. That's what he said. Fucking fuck hey, If you don't man. like my jokes, you got to come up with something better, man. We're waiting. We're waiting. You see the lump <laughs> in my sock? That ain't my ankle, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you need to use that in the crew. <laughs> you know exactly what I mean by you need to use that. Yes, next I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. You're saying something about high tide or we're talking about shitty weather and we're talking about <laughs> this was finally coming in from salem on the week of february 5th from january 20th so they got so much fucking snow they didn't know what to do with it uh basically they were snowed in um tmij <laughs> deep shit hey she started it not me i can't help it we're not in the same room so i can't kick her ankle or you know Stop her. No, because I, I have the controls. I can mute him and do whatever I want. 
Yeah, she's going to say what she's going to say. Also, on apparently February 6th was Her Majesty's birthday. God save the Queen. That was the, uh, that was the extent of that week. Apparently, they had so much weather. They didn't know what to do with themselves. Uh, there is no mail because no one could get in from east to the west. Uh, they screwed. I just sneezed and scared the shit out of Ginger. <laughs> All right, then. Um, what's interesting is that Virginia weather is going to fuck us over again and give us snow on Sunday. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but Literally. I'm ready for spring. 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 I want to give context into what we're talking about with 1704 and 1705. War of Spanish Secession is still going Secession. on. Secession. Also known as the Queen Anne's War. Yeah, it's something that uh, Ballas and I were talking last week, and it's something I think me and him are really interested in trying to dig in a little bit more into, is why did Blackbeard call his ship the Queen's and Revenge? When Queen Anne's Revenge, yeah, Queen Queen's Aunt Queen, yeah, yeah. What, what he said <laughs> actually it'd be this way, yes. not this way. We were contemplating why Blackbeard called his ship when he got it because he took that ship from the French, that was a French slave ship, and when he got it, he, he changed the name to Queen Anne's Revenge. Why? Why would he do that? Because he did. He it was pirate. It was two year. It was he got it in seventeen fifteen, seventeen sixteen, and the war was over in seventeen fourteen. So why would he even even yeah. think about naming it when it was a couple he's years after the war itself? Pirate, and you know, I'm sure by this point hated the English. So yeah, why would he call his ship Queen Anne's Revenge? Yeah, especially since in the, that we call that the second half of the Golden Age pirate, well, second half piracy, which became the Golden Age piracy, where really the pirates were like this to the system. He must have liked Queen Anne, I'm guessing. He had a thing for her or something. I don't know. It, it's it's something I definitely I am interested in looking more into. Was he Las trying Vegas, to press? Yeah, I don't, I don't know Las Vegas. I don't. I don't think. Uh, my guess is that Blackbeard wasn't really a brown noser at no. this point. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good. It's a really good question. I wish you know. I might. I might actually have to put that out there in the interwebs and see well, what here, people here, here. say about it because I really, I really want to know. If anybody knows why he did that, well, here's another interesting thing, and and I'm digging based off of that comment. So, yeah, Marwood, maybe he didn't know that the war was over because the calendar was fucked up. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> that could have, could have very well been know. true. Uh, He's because like, man's gonna get a revenge. It's only March, and it was actually September. <laughs> Who well, knows? it was launched in 1710, and I think he got the shipments. I really want to say like 1717. But what is interesting that I, you know, being able to Google something right now because I'm in front of my computer, uh, Queen Anne died 
August 1st, 1714. So, wait a minute. I think he, he had a thing for Queen Anne. He, That's what I think. Hold on. You're all... I don't know. I don't know what she looked like. She wasn't that hot. No, he's <laughs> that hot. But no, he thought she was sexy. Yeah, she died before the war was actually over. Did he owe debt? It's kind. Of, nobody knows really, because honestly, <laughs> there's even question of whether or not Blackbeard was even boarding. I swear to God, when I was at dinner, listening to the people, the couple next to me try to talk about, oh, you know, the guy from Benjamin from uh, uh, this movie and this movie. And I swear to God, they were talking about Face Off and all this. And they're like, oh, my God, he's like 70 now and da 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 and Con Air. Well, why do they take the plane in Con Air? And oh, Steven Seagal was in that movie, wasn't he? And I'm like. In Con Air? No. It's like. I so want to interrupt and be like, you're all fucking wrong. Marva said you crazy. I see that. <laughs> I'm also going to try and share the picture of your cannon. Oh, yeah. No, not so... that cannon. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You got jokes. I got jokes. So I made my... No... I ain't got a working cannon. <laughs> no, we need to get one. Damn it. Trying to get me all depressed. <laughs> hey, at least you have a firing footlock. I still need to get myself a blunderbuss. So that thing you're seeing in the picture is made of wood, believe it or not. Uh, the We got that on a barter. The yoke I made um, and the mount I made, um, and the handle on the back I made. Uh, I'm going to change the handle on the back, though. I'm kind of not digging it because it kind of looks meh, fake. I try to not make things look fake. Um, so I'm going to take that piece out and uh, where you see the, the knob and all that on the back, I'm going to make it. I'm going to straighten it out and make it look better. So much right here. Yeah. Well, like, you, you call that monkey, monkey tail? Um, well, JP Jr., it's mounted on a 4x4, so it's probably, I guess, maybe two feet long. Well, if yeah. anything is good for uh, sizing, that grid pattern that it's sitting on is one by one grids. That's my cutting table. But it's sitting on. So if that gives you any reference, it's probably about a, actually a foot and a half, maybe 16 inches long, if that's what you're referring to. Uh, the actual size of the of rail mounted. Uh, they actually vary. You can have varying size of rail mounted guns. Yeah, it depends. Uh, so some rail guns, it depends on the rail gun. Um, most of them were between two and three feet long. Um, and usually somewhere between, like, they usually add between, like, one and two-inch bores on them, um, on a real one. There were also two different types of rail guns. Um, there were muzzle-loading rail guns, and there were breech-loading rail guns. Uh, it just depended on what you had on the ship that you were on. Um, What's the difference between the two of them, the muzzle and breech? 
well, it's the way you loaded the the way you loaded the gun. So obviously a muzzle loading gun, you would load from the front like we load a normal cannon. You put everything in through the muzzle. On a breech loader, um, the breech is actually open and has a big uh, metal cartridge that goes inside of it where you see the back end where the handle is attached would be open on the top uh, where the touch hole would be and the breech is actually a separate piece that sits down inside of it and locks into it um, and there's actually a pin that goes through it to keep it in place and the piece itself has touch hole on it so you would preload it with whatever shot you want to put in it and then stick it down in the breech and lock it in place and put your primer in the touch hole of the breech and fire it that way so um what was cool about those is you could actually make up two or three if you had extra i guess loads you could load them all at once and have them as backups so you could fire one pull it out, grab another one, bang, lock it in there, fire another one. So you could fire them quicker than you could a muzzle loader. So that was the difference. They're they're pretty cool because you can grab that handle and you know, you can move it around and they call them either they either call them rail guns or swivel guns because the where the yoke is it actually swivels on top of that. They were good for shooting at they normally load them with grape shot, so they would normally shoot them at, you know, any guys coming over the rail, guys that were coming in from the longboats that were trying to get on the ship. You could you could point it at people and shoot people with it. Well, it being, being on water, being on a ship firing this, especially, you know what I'm referencing, which one would you prefer to have? The breach or the muzzle? I would prefer to have the breach, honestly, because of how much how quick quick it loads. It's really easy, and if you had the backups for it, you could shoot them quicker. Like I was saying, once you fired it, like I said, you could drop another one in there and keep going back to back as many as many shots as you had loaded. You could just keep firing. They, they fired a lot quicker. JPS, if the breach required swabbing the barrel like we do on a front loader, did you still um, have to do the warming and everything when you did that? I, well, the reason, no, and, and, and let me put in context the reason why I'm asking him this is because Captain has a breach loader that he was shooting when we were at um, Newburn. No, because the reason that you're you're swabbing a muzzle loader is to get everything out of the back of um, the, to actually get everything out of the breach. So the reason you got the worm, which you're running down in there, that's getting rid of the, anything that's still stuck in the breach. And then you're swabbing to cool it off and get any powder residue that might be left in there. With the breech loader, it's actually, so, Oh, if I can get in the camera, it's actually wide open like this. So you would stick the breech loader would be wide open from the top. You can actually see down mm -hmm. inside the barrel. So you'd stick your 
your uh, I forget what they called it your, your load right down inside of it and it's, it's made out of steel too it's got a handle on it so you would stick that down inside the breech and it's already loaded so you've got your, the, the shovel that had the yeah, you, it's kind of like an oversized uh shotgun shell that fits inside of it so you would load that with your powder and your shot and you would load that inside of this load and it's made of steel or whatever metal brass or steel whatever type of cannon you had and you would shove it down inside the breech cut pull it to the side and and stick a bar through to hold it in place and then once it got to the top it had its own little touch hole you would run the touch hole fire it off pull the pin out boom pull it out and reload another one so with the muzzle loader you got to put Trying, trying to get out of camera. You got with the muzzle loader <laughs> down inside the inside the barrel, so the top of the barrel is closed off. Which I actually have. Oh, thing right here. Let's see. Let me show you. Get it in. So. Oh, there it is. Right there's in. a picture in life. Right there, you see. There's the touch hole right here. So this whole on a breech loader, this whole part would be wide open. So you could see down into the barrel, into the tube. So you would drop your 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 piece down in there, pull it to the side, cock it, and put the pin through there to hold it in place. And then prime it, shoot it, pull the pin, unpull it out, lift it up, take it out, put another one in, do the same thing. With the muzzle loader, you got to Put it in the front, go down, pack it, you know, do all that, prime it, shoot it, and worm it. With the breech loader, you just pull it out and go. You don't have to do all the extra stuff that you got to do with the muzzle loader, which is why they preferred them that way. So that's that. That's the difference. And the and the worst part is about what the worst part about being having a breech loader when you're on a ship and you have a she wants to rooster you. <laughs> rooster you? The water. I'm talking about New Bern. What oh, happened? Yeah, yeah. 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 Somebody that wants to blow water uh, in your face. Las, Las Vegas says so the loading and unloading almost makes it self-cleaning. Yeah, I mean, you still, to, you still have to clean it, obviously, after firing any of these. You still have to do a good thorough cleaning, but the cleaning between shots is not as thorough. It, or, obviously, when you're doing a front loading, you have to get the, you have to go and do the worm and the swabbing to make sure you don't have that backfire and just the other dangerous yeah. elements. Yeah. Because with a muzzle loader, you can't see down inside the, inside the breach. Yeah. Obviously, it's covered up. With the yeah. breech loader, it's not. It's wide open, and you got a separate piece. So, with a breech loader, you might want to swab it out every once in a while just to make sure that the tube stays clean. Everything in front of the breech stays clean, but mm -hmm. everything is contained in that piece that you put down inside the breech. So, once you pull that out, that's basically 
you're all your you're eliminating all the steps of having to warm it, put the wet swab, the dry swab, and all that in to clear out the breach because that's what you're doing when you're doing all those steps. The, the only you're just pulling it out, it's putting it inside. And JP Jr. said it was a leap in technology. The only drawback, and this is what we discovered in Newburn, is that with being on a ship, you know, rain or anything, once water gets in that breach, if it's wide open and it gets wet, you're you're done. I mean, you have to dry out that breach before you can get the, the powder and everything to fire again. Front loading, that's why if you ever look at the pictures of us, you always see us covering the touch hole in the back because that's what we do to protect. That's the only thing you really need to do to protect a front loader because of the way it's angled. It's not really pointed up at the sky. And if some water gets in, it's not a huge deal. You're just protecting the, the touch hole. So when the when it's primed with powder and everything that stays dry and it'll ignite. So if you look at any of the pictures, you may see ballast and myself with our hand over it. You might see us with one of our clothes over it. But that's the difference. Really, we talk about advantages and disadvantages. That would be, from my opinion, the only disadvantage a breach would have is that if it gets wet, you're kind of fucked. <laughs> Yeah, and also, you know, with the muzzle loader putting yeah, we hate wet powder over the touch hole keeps it from keeps you from getting blowback. So when you stick the sponge, touch hole, blowback, the the pressure and the air pressure inside the the tube doesn't blow back through the the touch hole and you know shoot you in the face. Or whatever you don't have water or powder coming back out the hole. Snowcone says that's why we have. She says that's why we have swords. It's not just well, we also have our foot locks too. <laughs> yeah. So here's a, here's something I noticed, Mar. What or, or JP Junior was saying about leaving technology. Believe it or not, JP Junior, they had breach loading canyons back. You know, as far as when cannons were invented mm -hmm. i actually read somewhere i think they had them in the 15 1500s so believe it or not breech loaders were not an uncommon type of cannon um, they just weren't used in the bigger cannons because i think it was it wasn't a matter of technology it was a matter of the size of the gun um, it, it, it's easier to do when you're using a smaller gun that only has a one inch or a two inch bore because you can lift that cartridge out and um and throw it to the side a lot quicker that's what she on said a, on a you know on a 12 pound gun can you imagine trying to pull a, a breech loading uh, mechanism out of a 12 pound Cannon that would be obnoxious. Yeah. The least. <laughs> it, it would be like that. It would, uh, be, it would be like the movie Battleship would try to move the round from the one from the one gun to the other. It's like a thousand pounds of four guys trying to like fucking shuffle it across the ship to the other side. The advancement in the technology came when they went from. Um, having to manually prime a cannon to um, using a 
a lock, a, like a dog lock style uh, firing mechanism on a cannon. So basically, um, in the later 1700s and the early 1800s, naval cannons actually had a flint lock style firing mechanism on them where you just basically cocked it back and triggered it instead of having to manually load it and use a windstock. But that will have to probably be something more in detail we do another week because it is it is 930. Yeah, how about that? That hour actually kind of went by quick. Um impressed considering us being separated. <laughs> Marvin says he likes his AR, no worries. I saw that. Yeah, I like my ARs. I feel you. Mar would also put it on the spot with pirates hate wet powder. Yeah. No, you definitely wet powder doesn't do anything for you. Yeah. <laughs> Just sits there and is wet. You can't light it. Um, but you know what, Marwood, the cool thing and lashing this is what lashing and I both actually love about firing cans this way and everything is manual you have to pay attention to what you're doing and pay attention to the whole process it's a process firing a cannon isn't just kicking back and pulling the trigger and you have to pay attention and do the steps and get them right and hope that it fires if you did everything right it should work and that's what we love about firing them because that process is is kind of cool, you know. So there's that. There's that. So on that note, uh, we are halfway through season. Yeah, I don't know. We didn't mention at the beginning. So we're six weeks in. I think we're six weeks. Woo! Uh, next week, I will be back home. Should be home. I will be home. And um, maybe we might do this. Uh, split screen with some other stuff for you guys next week so if you're interested in hearing anything else you guys always know let us know in our group what you want to hear more of also if anybody from the uh new group has come in and joined us um the movie that wade's gonna killed in <laughs> that horror flick because i don't like horror flicks but i'm so glad you guys are here joining us tonight <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. And glad to see you. I uh, hope you guys are hanging out and enjoying some of our live content that we got. Um, and late note, check out. Thank you. Um, draw a blank there because it's been a long night. So late night check out. Uh, late note check out. Uh, everybody needs to go watch uh, Smoke Get. <laughs> Sometimes that's what we all need. But until next week, guys, uh, you know the drill. Visit us at parlay.com. But best of all, hashtag drink more.